Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we're recording, producing, and promoting this podcast on the stolen lands of the Bidjigal and the Boonwurrung people. This always was and this always will be Aboriginal land, and in a project dedicated so heavily to decolonization and Indigenous liberation, it's really important that we acknowledge that as settlers, we are also trying to do our best to be accomplices to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people whose land it is upon which we live. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pacifically. I'm one of your hosts, Longol Wakina, and as always, I'm joined by Dylan Wolfram. Hello. Hey, some Blumenock, everybody, and bullet to you, Longol. Hi. Yes. Um, we have been away for a month. I checked. Has it been a month? Yeah, it's been a I month. I thought it was only been like a fortnight. Girl. <laughs> Has it actually been a month? Yeah, it's been a month. <clears throat> Oh, shit. I thought it was dead set, like, three weeks max. Nah. Well, a month since uploads. There was another episode, but I haven't... I was waiting to drop it, like, the week before we came back. But then, by then, it was... I'll just... It'll drop, maybe, in the next couple of days. So, if you're listening to that, you got two episodes this week. Two episodes coming soon. So, yeah. Well, that's good. But damn, is it really? It's actually been that long, hasn't it? Yeah. Big. yeah. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, a lot has happened. A lot. We've had bitch slapping. Oh, my God. Yeah. Love a t-shirt. Where'd you get it from? Thank you. My parents got it for me. I oh, don't. Wow. Yeah, but it's from PNG. Loves it, loves it. I got one. Can I show it off? Yeah. It's from the Mary Project. Oh my god! How did you get one? Because the lovely Wendy sent me one for me and the bro. Because That's... she felt because she oh. felt bad. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a sympathy. It's a yeah. Uh, it's a guilt gift. It's a guilt gift. Yeah. Okay. Now I feel less salty about it. But it actually rocks. I, I, I wear this t-shirt everywhere. It's baggy enough. It's overweight, which is nice. You know, it's got a nice fit. Um, good fabric. And yeah, it's fire. So thanks, Wendy. You We'd love you. to see it. Still owe me money, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's going on with you? Oh, well, we kept talking around it, but I am now not in one show, but two shows. Da, 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 da. Yo, let's go. What do you mean? So what's the second one? Um, okay, so the first one is the one I was we were talking about before, um, and it's just a cabaret. It was supposed to be last week. Right. So yesterday was supposed to be closing night. Yeah. Um, but then fucking climate change happened and the studio flooded. So there was no um, theater to perform in. 
Um, you were you were also unhappy about your role in that one. Do you want to tell us about that? Oh my god, Dylan, you can't say that. People. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my I said god. it. Okay, I said it. I wasn't. So, okay, un- you are unhappy. I wasn't unhappy, Dylan. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw hands. Okay, if people working on the show with me are listening, I wasn't unhappy with my role. Yeah, it was a bad choice of words on my end, so I do apologize. Thank you. I was just, you know, I just didn't feel like it was... (laughs) Shut up. I I just didn't feel like it was a right fit, and obviously the team agreed, so we reshuffled it. So, you know, Dylan's making it sound more dramatic than it actually was. Um, but yeah, it's a cabaret, so I shall be a uh, singing and dancing. Okay. Um, just for all those who don't, who aren't in the arts world or performing arts world, yeah. What is a cabaret? So um, I'm, I see when I when you say cabaret, I'm thinking like the way you seat like a venue, like it's a circular table with seats around. Look, that's low key what I think of as well. So what's but, an actual cabaret style of? Perform, perform. A cabaret style of performance. Look, I'm going to start off by being honest. Do I know the answer? Absolutely <laughs> not. But from what I have gathered from being in a cabaret is that it's just um, a bunch of acts that go on and perform that may or may not be connected to each other. So it's a collection of... Yeah, things. kind of like a showcase. It's like, okay. you know... Cabarets are in the realm of like, like, like singing and burlesque and like all sorts of stuff like that. Um, So yeah, if you want to see me doing that, um, we will be, once we get a new venue that hasn't been flooded, um, we will be performing in early June. So it's not doing too good lately, is it? Yeah. And Queensland for that matter. Yeah, you know, Lenin is really. You guys, he's literally the prime minister for the entire country. Yeah, he's a New South Wales. He's he's okay. I I'm gonna reiterate. I literally have no connection (laughs) to whatever state boundaries or bullshit (laughs) Australians talk about because I'm not from here. I just live here. Um, no, but yeah. So that's the first show. The second show is happening in about a month from now on Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Okay, I'll give you the actual date. It is on the 10th of May, which is opening night. And I will be debuting my first spoken word standalone piece. So, you know, hopefully you can come to that. It's an incredible show. It's part of a festival called Everything But The Kitchen Sink that I am working on with friend of the pod and sender of t-shirts, Wendy. Man, invite. Oh my yeah, God. It's always, I always feel left out of this relationship. It's just a Papua New Guinea yeah. thing. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you literally don't do theater, bitch. You play sports. Excuse me, yes, I do. Sport is theatre, thank you very much. It was the original theatre. Okay, we're not doing this. Thank you very much. 
you know, going back to my ancestors all the way. <laughs> okay. Your ancestors, <laughs> yes, they did start rugby on the white side. Okay. Don't try to make this a whole thing about like Trust me. <laughs> my ancestors date all the way back to Greece, thank you very much. And Egypt. Okay. Well, so does everyone. Otherwise humanity wouldn't exist. Yeah. And they were performing arts specialists. Okay, yes. <laughs> I was just talking <laughs> shit. Anyway, so yes, it's a spoken word poetry piece. Um, I hope you come and watch. It's a unique festival because there are four shows in the festival, but one ticket buys you access to three of them. So, Ooh. you know, buy one ticket, see three shows. So if you hate mine, which you won't because listeners of this podcast have taste. At least you'll see something you like, you know? Loves it. Loves it. So um, when is your grand entrance? Like what's like the timings? Give us the timings. Um, you know, specific timings around your uh, No. Is it Oscar worthy? Are we talking, you know, is this? No. We're, we're just, oh, actually, we we'll just finished the Oscars. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah. It's like, is this on the radar for... What's the Australian like? I don't know. The BAFTAs? No, that's British. That's British. Yeah, look, this isn't, this is just a thing. It's something that, you know. must be seen. I mean, if you would (laughs) like to, you can. No, go see. Yeah, I'll put a ticketing link in the description, the show notes. Your show better be paying for marketing on this thing. You know that? Bitch, I am the marketing team <laughs> of the festival. <laughs> Where's the sponsorship dollars? I ain't seen nothing come through. Oh my god. This is give not, us, this give is supporting us, me specifically. Give us one point one percent of a percent. Um no, it's such a different vibe to the podcast. It's like <laughs> Um, so what's the show about? I don't think you've given us a right now. Yeah, okay. So it's called A Body is All That Remains. And it is like a poetic odyssey of self-discovery and embracing, you know, the gifts of our ancestors. So it's very much um, centered in just understanding one's own history right. in the context of pre-contact and then colonization and capitalism. Ooh, so it is, okay. Yeah. And what are the dates again? Um, it is Tuesday, May 10 to May 10. Saturday, May 14. Tuesday, May 10 to May 14. Yeah. So, and you'll obviously put the, the ticket link thing into the yeah, it'll be in the show notes. And if you know, look, if enough people like it, maybe I'll tour it, you know, <laughs> yes, maybe I'll come and perform it around so called Australia, who knows? Um, but if it sucks, then I won't, <laughs> <laughs> it won't suck. It won't suck. You'll be right. Surely. Yeah. So it's yeah. too good to suck. Thank you. Your faith in me is very much appreciated. Hey, um, everything you do is a banger, sir. So. 
thank you. That's very sweet. But if I turn up and it sucks, I will write a review on Reddit. I will circulate it amongst the channels. Wow. You know what? <laughs> so far, Dylan has said all this stuff about coming up to Sydney to meet me. Hasn't come to fruition. So I'll believe it when well, I see I, Dylan. I do have news for you. I am. So we're, oh, I will be there next week. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, would you like to go to Mortal? Oh, my God. Yes. It's on Friday. So. Wait, this coming Friday? Yeah, this coming this come Friday. Damn it. I am hanging out with some friends. Wow. What, and I don't classify as friends to you? Bitch, you can't just, like, wait till no, we're no. on air yeah. to be like... Hey, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> what else has been going on? How's the family? How's, uh... Oh. How's everything else? The family's good. Um, I'm off uni this year, so... You mean? Thank fuck. Um, are you just taking a break or are you like yeah i need to focus on health stuff um apparently a bitch needs surgery um for my nose oh my god you know what my fucking dad did i was okay for a bit of context there's the wakina nose and that might sound ridiculous to some of you but it's a very distinct nose shape that every single Wakina has. All of my, like my dad and his siblings have it. All of their children have it. I am the only Wakina on the planet that does not have the Wakina nose. Like I'm the only one. Like it's gone all the way down from my, you know, from like my dad's generation, mine, and even my little nephew has it. Mm. So everyone has it. And then the first thing, that comes out of my father's mouth when I tell him I might need surgery on my nose. He's like, oh, so you'll finally look like one of us. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, this absolutely not. First of all, my mother is right there. I have her nose. What are you? You're looking to get slapped. But Your also, dad's gangster. That's gangster. But also, that's so rude. I... Very much like my nose, thank you. Um, so yeah, he was fully just like, oh, haha, get a nose job. And I don't know of anyone whose fathers have pressured them to get a nose job. Um, you make it. That's funny. Huh? Yeah. Man. Your dad's a man. Anyway, I'm not getting a nose job. It's different from the procedure I might need. So what do you need? The realignment. Uh, yeah, so my septum's fucked up, but apparently it's not fucked up enough to need surgery. But my, according to my GP, but a specialist is like, maybe you should. So I'm being bounced around doctors. I'll figure it out next month. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I have a lot of health shit going on. So that's why I'm taking time off of uni. Okay. What else has, uh, so you're taking time off uni, family's all right. Your um, theatre's coming along pretty well, except for the, the few climate change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else has been going on the last month? Um, how's, the, uh, how's the relationship front? And what's, what's oh, the lights on that? I know it was very toxic like a month ago. What but do you where, mean? Where are we at with that? 
What do you mean it was toxic a month ago? Wasn't it toxic a month? Like, last time we spoke was like, like it was either like on the verge of falling over or it collapsed. Um, as in like me not dating anymore? Yeah. Oh, um, well, funny story. I, I did go on a date. Oh, my God. I, look. The juice. Give us the tea. How'd it go? Um, I think it went well. I don't think he's interested. End of story. So, There's no fetish with this guy. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't want to. You know. Okay, fair enough. Like in case things work out, I don't want to jinx anything. But I don't know if he's that into me. So I'm not holding up, holding out hope. If that makes sense. Got you, got you. And also, this isn't me going back on my word. You know, <laughs> I was I'm just pretty sure. No, no. I said, <laughs> I said, if you're good enough, right? If you're good enough. So what made this guy good enough? What was the? Was it the, you know? What are you doing now? Um, he just, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, okay. Okay. Let's yeah. Because yeah. like my Aries ass will be like, no bitch, I'm going to say it. But then <laughs> afterwards I'll be like, why did you say that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if he listens, I'm over. Got you. Got you. Well, if you are listening to this. I need to check you out first. So, when I was going to send me your IG handles. Oh, none of my like none of my friends have been impressed so far. So, okay, well, that's it. Don't well. get your hopes hopes up. <laughs> okay. Wow, so, I really need sleep therapy. Sleep therapy <laughs> speech therapy. My, oh my god. Anyway, how have you been? I know yeah. something huge happened. Yeah, I'm uh, tired, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm like, so surprised. I did not see this coming. No. Um, yeah, look, so uh, well, it's two weeks in now to, like, having the little borough over. Yeah. Um, it's been really good for the family and myself. Like, I love it. Yeah. Um, but just, like, massive respect to, like, parents, man. <laughs> And single parents, like, for that matter. Yeah. And, like, you know, we're trying to work out, like, so at the moment, I'm still trying to find the balance between the work life because I am working from home. Yeah. And then trying to, like, make sure because he's, you know, um, really arrived, like, make sure I give him that time and attention as well. Yeah. So it's pretty, so it's good that he came during school holidays, like the week before school holidays because... Obviously, there's a lot of kids things going on and you're getting invited to birthdays and things like that. So getting him exposed really quick to that, yeah, um, which is good. Um, but everything he sees, he wants. But I've sort of worked out how he goes about it, though. Like, he's got a very short attention span at the moment. Yeah. Like, he'll be on something for, like, five minutes, really want to have a cry about it. But then you sort of just give it 10 minutes and he's like, is he an Aries? Uh, well, he's February, so I don't, I don't know what that is. What's in Feb? Oh, that's like either Pisces or Aquarius. Yeah, he's not a Scorpio, so he hasn't hit the standard yet. Just yet. 
<laughs> but no, it's been good having him, to be honest. Um, yeah, going going back home to, to pick him up was, uh, you know, actually a, a very, like, surreal trip. It was actually one of the best trips I've had um, ever, for that matter. So, oh, that's so good. Yeah, but maybe not for all the wrong reasons, but for all the right reasons. Yeah. Um, because so like I left I left here on Thursday and we were leaving Sunday. So I was like, I got to spend three nights there, four days. But I didn't see him till Sunday. So I pretty much had some time to relax. Yeah. Um, which was good because I needed it. But the old and I had my two I had my uncle come up and my cousin stay with me at the hotel. So pretty much get in Thursday at eight o'clock by eight thirty. Checked into the hotel nine o'clock. We were out at the club. You know what I mean? Just one of those, like, yeah. You know, peak fatherhood happening. <laughs> yeah, getting it out of the system yeah. before you know before coming back. Oh my god! No, no, I shouldn't say it. Here. Bitch, you just made me talk about the guy I went out with you. Now you have to say it. Well, I met someone that Thursday night. Right, and out. you're gonna have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 not not soon anyway. Um, yeah, I met someone that Thursday night. Uh, in a, you know, very um, surprising, in a very surprising way. But yeah, we pretty much hung out like the rest of the time, and like been talking since. Oh yeah, so it was like I think yeah. At the same time, like going back, sort of yeah. Um, that was a pretty good trip. Pretty good trip. Love that for you. Yeah, and then you know the bro was the the, the the little guy was a little weird though. I must say at the airport <laughs> because the night before on the Saturday night, it was sort of like I think he was coming to like it, it finally hit him that he was actually leaving. Oh, Madi, okay. But he was crying because he also saw his mom crying, right? Which is like normal. Then the next day at the airport, so I didn't see him until we got to the airport. He was like, it was was as if he was showing no emotion. He was just like, oh, yeah, this is just another day. Yeah. Like, I'll see you. Like, he... I, like I felt bad. Like he almost brushed off his mum and his family, and he's just like, "Oh, dad, let's go in now. Like I want to go." And like didn't really like say goodbye. He was sort of just like clinging onto my leg the whole time. We were like all just chatting before we actually went in to check in because you can't go into the airport. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a bit. I was a, I was a bit taken back by that, and I didn't sort of know what to say to his family or whatever but I was just like okay I'm waiting for the crying but the crying's not like there's no crying yeah um and then he just kept wanting to go into the airport like he just he was like dad let's go like let's go maybe that was just the excitement yeah of it all um or maybe he just already dealt with the emotions the day before true and he was like mm-hmm. okay I've already yeah, made peace that. with that like now I can get excited for this yeah, 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 probably, yeah, you're probably right. But I, yeah, I was a bit taken back by that because I was like, okay, so we're going to go now. 
Like, is it, do you want to get this thing out of the way? Or because, like, you know, the family and like my grandfather and all that, they're all saying, oh, it's going to be like, that will be the toughest day. Like, you know, get ready because it's going to be a hard thing to leave. Yeah. So the whole time leading up, I'm like, you know, just saying to myself, nah, look, it'll be right. Get through that day. He's going to obviously cry. His family's going to cry. I'm not going to need to drag him or do anything like that. So when it actually came and he's just like, yeah, like, let's go. He was dragging you at the end. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, okay. I was like, no, but like, I was like staying out there just because, like, you know, like spend time with, like, spend the next half hour before we leave or before, and like, I'm staying out there to say, hey, no, like, just stay here for a bit. And he's like, no, no, let's go. Um, But yeah, since he's been here, he's, um, it's been good. It's honestly, like, it's it's been um, a lot of good. So shout out to the family. They've been helping a lot. Um, you know, he's gotten about, he's, he's gone rugby training, all the white kids and families love him because like, he's so good. Like, honestly, <laughs> they came up to me after the first night, it's like some of their parents in under six is like, oh my gosh, like your boy is so fast. Like he's going to be the next thing. I was like, the dude six, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah, which is yeah. So he's 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 dominating at that, but um, you know he's so used to tackling and like hitting people because like you know that's how we grow up, like with yeah. cousins. Yeah. So <clears throat> one thing he he still has to get used to, and I'm like slowly we'll get there. Is like when he's interacting with other kids, like you got to remember these aren't like your cousins back home where you guys can fight and wrestle. Yeah, you know, WWE or like punch or like yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah. So he's still working that out because like we were at a birthday yesterday. Within five minutes of getting there, they went to the jumping castle. One of the little girls comes back and says, "Mummy, like, money just pushed me." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I was like, fuck." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I was like, boy, like, this is too, like, you know what I mean?" It's yeah. So just, like, yeah, got to try and get him to understand, like, man, if you push someone here and they, like, get hurt, um, I can get sued or some shit. <laughs> but, um, no. It's, you don't yeah. want a police record before you hit seven. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, but it's good. Like, I've, you know, it's, it's, it's been amazing having him. Um, you know, I feel for his mom in that because, obviously, like, they're obviously missing him, but, like, I make sure he calls him every day and stuff like that. So it's just finding that balance, but. Honestly, I've had him for a fortnight and I'm tired. Like, I honestly don't like this massive shout out and respect to the parents, man. Like, I didn't, yeah. It's not that I didn't think, it's not that like I didn't see it, foresee it happening. It's just like when it actually, you know, having to shower, clean up, like pick up after them, make sure they're doing this, carrying them when they're tired. Or, like, when they want to just have a hug and cry. And, like, doing all that shit. Like, And also because, like, you're doing that now while also living your life as opposed yeah. to being on holiday and doing it. Yeah, yes. Um, so it's, yeah, you know, shout out to the family. They've been, they've been really good. Like, my brother. Like, so my older brother's, like, a big baby. So it's good because, <laughs> like, legit, like, they play... Legos, they do everything, monster trucks, all that type of shit. Yeah. When he's here, when at work. Then my little brother's a gamer, right? So he's, during the day, he's like, meant, he's like exhausted because at night he turns on and he's like, 
streaming live and doing all that shit. So he's getting exhausted just by like having to like my son's got two energy levels. It's either yeah. sleeping or it's like a hundred percent. Yeah. He doesn't know in between. Like he's yeah. Um but no we'll get there. But other than that, everything else has been like I'm you know I'm I think a month into this new job too. Mm. Um which has been really good. Uh what else the fuck? Yeah, I feel like everything's been going on, but don't know yeah. where to start. Um, yeah, the wallet's taken a hit. <laughs> this like and this kid too, like he want like he'll eat cereal, right? Yeah, he'll have one scoop of his rice bubbles, and then he's like done. What? Like he'll eat something. Yeah, he'll have he'll have one, but he'll he'll want it. He'll look at something, say, "I want that." Like, so you give him wheat bix, he'll have one like. Two fucking spoons of it, and then just leaves the shit there and walks off. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm full." And I'm like, "Yeah, mate, that's like fucking three dollars there that you're wasting out of my budget. So you're either gonna eat that shit or you can eat it tomorrow." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um, no, but it's, yeah, big fun. It's been alright. It's been alright. The last the last month and outside of <clears throat> outside of him, you know, everything's moving. Finally got back to rugby. Finally got the game in. That was fun. We're undefeated at the moment. Um, yeah, I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't complain too much, actually. We love to see it. Yeah, it's been... Uh, out of 10, if I think it's, it's been about a 7. Oh, nice. It's been about a 7. Um, My psychiatrist makes me do that. <laughs> Yeah, I saw. I sort of like, I rate things out. I don't know why. Yeah, I have a scale, but there's one week. There's one week left to school holidays, so I don't know what I'm going to fucking do this week. I've got to meditate. I've got to figure out some shit. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, is he already enrolled in school and stuff? No, so not at this stage. So at this stage, he's he's got a tutor. Yeah. Um. Because we just we we want to see where he's at first, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and just get comfortable with you know being around other people and stuff like that. So next next you know we will enroll him, but um, just when we feel it's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I also don't want him to like be punching other kids at school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's yeah, it's I'm not trying to get you expelled, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, there's just, there's just some things that we're I've got to slowly start, like, just like getting him climatized to, to yeah, Australia. Like, bro, we don't hit people here, um, you know, because he's hitting his auntie a lot, <laughs> like, she walks past, like, my little sister walks past, and he just swings a left. You know, so stuff like that. Yeah, it's small behavioural things like that that I'm sort of like, okay, we've got to take it step by step. Yeah, good on you for, like, having the foresight to be like, nah, we, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go back and regroup before you set your, we set you on yeah, <laughs> the Australian yeah. public. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, but um, not everything else has been been a blessing. So family's good. Um, but yeah, other than that, to be honest, it's just been besides him, it's just been work, really. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit taxing and 
and out there, but oh, so can't complain. Can't complain. So you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into like, it. That was a long check-in. Yeah, half an hour. Yeah. That's what happens when we miss a month. But, um, we're on board now. Yeah. I didn't think th- I didn't think like settling them in would be this. I thought it'd be longer actually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it like but he's taken it like just an everyday thing. Yeah. I do fight with him a lot. <laughs> oh like me and him fight. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, so oh my God. Uh, yeah, and see, for me, from from I'm I'm getting used to changing my lifestyle. Yeah, right. So I'm still like battling with that, like within myself. Because yesterday we went to a birthday party. Yeah, and I really wanted to drink because it's a long weekend, right? And we were having like we'd been drinking carver for some for some time, but obviously, like he's there, and I don't have a partner, so it's not like I can just call the miss and be like, hey, can you like. Pick us, pick us up, or like you can drop him home, or you know, shit like that. Yeah, whereas everyone else does. Um, so like I had to leave early <laughs> because he had to, you know, he had to come home, get into bed. Like it was, it was a bit late. Yeah, and then I still wanted to be up, and he doesn't like going to sleep alone. Okay, yeah. You know? So for me, like I kind of just put him in bed and then be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go watch TV or get out. Yeah, I've actually yeah. So you, last night we actually fought. And like he started, he was like, I want to go to mommy. I was like, bro, I'll put you on the plane myself if you don't shush. Like, I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I pretended to call his mom. And he knew that I was faking and he was like, he's like, don't do that. I was like, fuck. I was like, fine, I'll just lay with you, bro. Like, shh, just, you know. Damn. Yeah, bro, so, kids are so smart. Man. And I was They're, laying there. Yeah. On my phone, because, like, I was just, like, I was, like, bro, hurry up, go to sleep. When I started hearing you snoring, I was, like, I can, like, get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I ended up falling asleep, too. So, (laughs) fuck. Yeah, I woke up this morning, I was, like, man, like, you know, the group chat's going off, and I'm, like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is that. You know what I mean? I can't do most of the things I want to do anymore, because, like. Yeah. I got to wait till you climatize and, like. You're settled in, settled on before I can start doing the usual shit. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been alright. But um, <clears throat> fuck, let's get into it. So last month, obviously, there's a sh- shitload of things going on. Yeah. Right? And I'm gonna put this question to you first because, like, it's not. Um... I can't get the answer to that on Apple Watch. Yeah, shut up, Siri. Yeah. We have to cover this off the Oscars. Yeah. What yeah, was your take that... on the whole? That was my, what caught my attention this month. Okay, well, I'll, I'll let you go, because that's not mine. I just wanted to ask you that, because I wanted to get your take on it. Okay. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. So let me walk you through the process. I saw it as a meme first, and I was like, what's going on? Oh, you didn't actually get a, like, the live... I saw... Bitch, I'm... Like, I'm young. I don't watch the Oscars. That's for old people. No, but you would see notifications and shit start popping up on your phone? No, I was just watching stories and then a screenshot oh, right. was okay. up there. Yeah. And then I and then I re- replied and I was like, 
what does this mean? And my friend was like, holy shit, you have to see this. You know, Will Smith just like <laughs> slapped yeah, Chris Rock. He slapped Chris Rock, yeah. And then I was just like, no, this is fake. Like, this can't be real. Like, this can't be real. So I was like sitting here. So I pulled it up on my screen. And then <laughs> I, I am watching it. And my joy is on the floor. I can't believe this is happening. And then, like, I'm shook for a good 10 minutes. Right. Um, and then I start laughing because I think it's funny. I'm just like, this is hilarious. Um, and then, like, not that it's funny when people slap people. It's just so ridiculous that two millionaires get, like... <laughs> just getting into an altercation at the Oscars was not on my 2022 bingo card. I will be <laughs> honest. So I was just like laughing at how ridiculous the whole thing was. And then I started seeing all the fucking takes people were having. And I was like, okay, no, what we're not going to do, what we're absolutely the fuck not going to do is going to make this about violence. Okay. You know, and this is when I realized that pretty much everyone on the planet has a primary school understanding of what violence is. You know, they think it's just, you know, throwing an arm out when their auntie walks past. <laughs> like, it's not anything that they can conceptualize beyond the interpersonal actual throwing fists or throwing hands, stuff like the that. Physical, the physical yeah. act. So they were just like, oh, we can't tolerate violence, especially on a large scale like this. We can't tolerate it. The Oscars need to do something. And I was just like, okay, but why have they let year after year after year child predators, child groomers, actual rapists walk away with Oscars, like, do you not understand that that is also violence? You know, like, if you're going to say, you know, violence is never acceptable with your whole chest and, like, mean it, you know? Like, you need to better understand what violence is. Like, violence isn't just done between two people that can see each other and are within physical reach of each other. Violence can be done between corporations and communities. You know, like we've seen it between corporations and countries, like corporations in our oceans back home, you know, like violence is something that people just don't have the capacity to conceptualize beyond throwing punches. So, like, I was just so frustrated by this entire situation because what caught my attention was, oh, you're okay to go on your social media, post stories being anti-violence and how this is unacceptable, but you couldn't even post a black square during Black Lives Matter, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, the entire thing was just frustrating to me because I was like, okay, but you're not actually upset about violence. You're just upset that something interrupted your fancy little white elite award show. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. Like you're <clears throat> up, like you're upset that the blacks got rowdy. You know, you're not upset at actual violence. No, you're upset at the inconvenience that it's caused. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in terms of, in terms of, where do you side? Is, okay. So he's, 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 (laughs) Oh, not Dylan getting messy. I just, so, (laughs) because like, obviously there was that take and then there was the other takes of like, well, Will's right. Well, you know, Will's right for standing up for Jada because, like, you shouldn't make fun of, like, Jada's alopecia. Yeah. um, And then on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, the joke wasn't even that. It wasn't even about Jada. The joke was about G.I. Jane. Okay, well, that's bullshit. Like, I fully... Yeah, like, like, so... And then, you know, is it right that like comedians should start getting hit for the jokes they make or yes like, absolutely <laughs> so we're we we so you're you're clearly on defending jada's honor and all that okay i'm i wouldn't say defending jada's honor because that's this whole chivalrous concept of women needing to be rescued mm. i think okay here's my galaxy brain thing about this entire situation I think that the least backlash warranted, like, from any form of action they could have taken to, quote-unquote, retaliate in the moment was actually what Will did, you know? So, like, they were just like, I don't, like, I doubt they had this, like, consensus conference between them but if like there's already a lot of racism and anti-blackness in the way will smith was treated in the media and it was really fascinating to watch because he was the beloved negro as far as white people were concerned You know, he was able to entertain them and be in their movies and be super funny and, like, have a family that, you know, they were able to, like, project themselves onto and, like, see themselves in until very recently, I guess. But, you know, he was like, okay, I'm going to go and do something about it. I'm just going to slap this bitch, you know? That would have, that got a lot of backlash, but I feel like it could have gotten way less than if Jada herself had done something. Because, like, if she'd gotten up and done something, then obviously all the racism would be there, but there'd also be a lot of misogyny. And, and, like, women are hysterical and sexism, but also specifically misogynoir, like, misogyny specifically against Black women. And they'll just be like, oh, she's aggressive. You know, black women are Oh, aggressive. yeah, like she's just playing to the stereotype of black women. Yeah. So it is just, yeah. Themselves. So it is like, oh, we can stand up for ourselves by making a statement tomorrow. By then, everyone would have forgotten about it and we'd look like we were picking a fight for no reason. Will could retaliate in the moment or Jada can retaliate in the moment. Yeah. And I think out of all of those, the choice they went with had like 
the most impact with the least backlash. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So where's the line? Bitch, I don't know. I want to be like... Like, I, where's the line? Like, you can't... Like, so... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm a bit... Um, I don't know where to sit on this one. Just because, you know, what Will did... You know, like, I look, if, if my wife was upset about something... I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing as Will, right? Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know where, where's the line. Like, what what is what is allowed to be? I don't know, what is allowed to be funny anymore? See, I am a big proponent of violence. <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> I stand the phenomenon some of you may know as fuck around, find out. Oh. Because... So you would have been fine with Chris Rock hitting him back then? No. I think oh. because he wouldn't have been able to do anything. Because <laughs> you think... No, but like... Because he's a tiny, tiny man. Nah, it's really see, pathetic. I, no. If, okay, I would okay. never have let that... If I was in Chris... I would... I would yeah, I wouldn't have been able to just stand there and, like, carry on the way he did. Yeah, look, if that was me, if I was Chris Rock, I probably would have stormed off stage um, because I would have immediately started crying. However... Like, Will, Will, Will would have had to have jumped, like, three feet <laughs> in the air first. Like, however, would have been slapping your, like, gut. Will wouldn't have done that because I don't make fun of people for disabilities. That's just a fuck. Like you know, I'm not an asshole. You know, like I think, you know, I don't know. I just think. Is he making fun uh, of me, Okay, right? I don't want this to become a soundbite where it's like I'm a huge proponent of violence. Let me clarify. I'm a huge proponent of punching up. You know, like I personally think that. If someone starts throwing homophobic slurs at me on the street, mm. I'm around to turn I'm allowed to turn around and fuck his shit up. Right. You know, that's an example of punching up. Yeah. You know, you attack my wife or a disability she has. You fuck around and find out. You know. Like, I, it's like, like, I think people, I don't know. I just think in the age of violence is never the answer. We actually stunt our growth a little bit when it comes to understanding what violence is, you know? Like, I feel like there are so many situations in my life where if we just got into a fist fight about it, things would have just been so much better, you know? Is this because I'm a Papua New Guinean that grew up in Papua New Guinea? I'm not going to say. And if any of you say that, then that's racist. I'm just floating the idea out there for all of us to ponder. But I just think 
it's really funny how some violence is acceptable, but some isn't. Like, I'm allowed to be violent to trans people by misgendering them and by deadnaming them, you know, because, like, my fists just, like, stay by my sides, Mm -hmm. you know? But the minute a white man calls me the N-word, you know, if I take a swing at him, that's unacceptable. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, both were instances of violence, but only one is unacceptable. Like, if I said something transphobic to someone and they punched me in the face, I'd be like, you know what, fair bestie, I shouldn't have done that. You know, and I'm not saying you swing the next time someone misgenders you accidentally. You know, communication is good. Communication exists. Violence shouldn't be the first resort, but it also shouldn't be the last resort. It should just, you know... Be an option. Be an option. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Loves it. Loves the take. So, so no to violence, but yes to violence. No to violence, yes to punching up title of this episode oh my god anyway that was my hot take what about you what caught your attention this month um so what caught my attention this month also covers off what's new in melanesia for me okay um this month so i'm just gonna try and kill two birds with one stone um and that's the security plan in solomon islands Security plan. Security plan. So um, in 2019, the Solomon Islands switched diplomatic ties from Taiwan to China, which passed, which partly fueled the recent riots um, that we saw in late 2021 in Honiara in November 2021. Um, and you may have heard that a security plan between the Solomon Islands and China was recently leaked. Um, which would see a naval base or a port built uh, in in the Solomons. Um, But the Solomon Islands uh, has or is looking to signing a a policing deal with China and the proposal um, for a broader security agreement covering the military to its cabinet for consideration. So the draft agreement basically says China could establish a military base in Solomon Islands. Uh, but next time something happens in the Solomon Islands, China, Chinese police will can also be dispatched. So China, like Australia, was dispatched. Like a lot of the Pacific Island nations sent extra police and support to the recent riots. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this sort of security deal could see um, the Pacific's first military Chinese base um, and that's why, like, Australia and New Zealand and the US, um, as of last week, dispatched their, um, their delegates to go to Solomon and speak to Sogavare. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's getting... Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's getting there. It's getting there. Can I ask you a question, yeah? And, like, this is just off the cuff. Mm. China and like their position in the world and sort of the threat 
so-called threat, or it depends how you look at it, that Australia and the US are like propping up. Um, what are your thoughts of, of their presence in the Pacific? Because I know they're also wanting to build a, a port, a similar port. The bottom tip of Papua New Guinea and the top tip of Cairns. Like, what's that? The closest. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Initial thoughts. You don't have to give me, like, I'm just, I know I'm just okay. asking straight off, but like. Bitch, I have so many thoughts already. I prepared an entire reading group about this specifically. Now, I'm not going to launch into a rant because no. I just got out of one. But what I am going to say <clears throat> is this is a clear example of the Pacific being the um, um, being the setting for an imperialist pissing ground, right? Yep. So there are different imperial powers kind of at play fighting over the Pacific. So we have Australia, which I would argue is the biggest, um, just because of its geographic proximity to everyone else. And then I would... Checking New Zealand with that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my next point. I would like lump New Zealand in with the Australian imperialist project. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the US that does have a legacy of um, like imperial interests in the Pacific. To this day, mm-hmm. they do have military bases around in different Pacific islands. And then now we have China, who's trying Mm -hmm. to establish imperial influence over the Pacific. And because of that, the two aforementioned established imperial presences don't want that to happen. So with the whole question of China, do I think it's good or bad? I don't think any of it's good. I don't think it's good that we are currently just fodder for imperial expansion. Mm-hmm. I just a pawn. Yeah. The- you know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't like buy into the xenophobic notions of like, oh, fuck the Chinese that are coming in and buying all mm-hmm. our shit. It's just like, okay, well, what about the white people that have destabilized our region for fucking yeah. centuries at this point? You know, so not falling into those traps and being critically like, okay, it makes sense that China is trying to establish a military, like a military center, um, a presence, sorry, a military presence in the Pacific. And it makes sense that they want to increase their influence, you know, in countries that are willing to accept their help. So everyone loses here unless you're these imperial powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you look at when you look at it from like the the the, the Pacific nation states, right? They obviously need assistance, and a lot of their a lot of the a lot of the finance that builds their economies comes from loans, obviously from China. Yeah. And a lot of their infrastructure, like, like take Fiji for example, a lot of the infrastructure that's happening now is all Chinese um, uh, construction companies, and like you know, Fiji's never going to pay off the loans 
uh, or the debt that that's owed to China. Um, so obviously China's going about it in a different way. Rather than invading countries, right? They're going doing it from the point of neo-capitalism, right? Just mm. you need money and you need buildings made. We'll do that. We'll check in money. We'll invest. We'll help you out. We'll give you the loan. We know that you're never going to pay them back or be able to pay them back. And so, therefore, that's where, you know, that's where they do their smart businesses. Okay, well, we know this country is not going to be able to have a space back. Well, let's take some of their resources or, you know. Um, and then you look at it for, so, yeah, from one hand, this, the Pacific nations are like, look, if you're willing to invest and give us some money and help us, sure, come in. Then you've got your traditional, um, your traditional heads, right? US, New Zealand, Britain, if for that matter, and Australia. I'm like, well, you know, you guys usually rely on us. We want to like, you, we need to remind you that you know we're the only ones that would ever help you, like, yeah, um, you know, and we're at the top of the order. So you know, they're like, well. We're going to be threatened. We're threatened by China because we're then going to be pushed down in terms of world order, mm. um, and we need to make sure that that never happens. Um, so yeah, it sucks that the Pacific nation, like the Pacific, is dead smack in the middle of. It's just being played as a pawn and used yeah. as this um, object that can just be you know thrown around in negotiations and things like that. And when when they've actually given a voice. Or the voices that you know that do speak for us either have political ties or financial ties and things to all these other countries. So yeah, it's a it's a bit of a shit fight, isn't it? Yeah. If um, if you could flick your fingers with one thing, what would you do? If I could flick, like yeah, if you if you could change something right now, you know, if you had the power just to change something, what would you do? Um. I would just dismantle the entire project, you know, the project of like white supremacist imperial capitalism, you know, like collapse it all. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see where that ends up because I know um, Australian. Minister for International Development in the Pacific, like just touched down in, in the Solomon Islands like two days ago or something like that. Um, and he was only dispatched there because um, the US State Department sent two of their people to go speak with Silvagari. He said, Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's getting moving, honestly. But yeah, it would be interesting to see where that ends up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of, yeah, so that pretty much like covered off my what's in Melanesia as well because it'll be interesting to see what happens out of that because I know they, I know the Chinese tried to do that, establish a military base in Fiji about 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've been, they've, they've been wanting to do it for some time now. Um, I know that they were proposing to build or if not have already built a port in Vanuatu. I know that there's one that's already currently been made, but uh, see, because I think that'll set, you know, if the Chinese get their, their military port or base 
in the Pacific. We may be. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Fuck all these people with money, I swear. Literally. Colonialism never ended, besties. It didn't. It, what's your just out of like? What's your thought on like foreign aid? Oh, foreign aid is just you know, like it's just the new iteration of colonial control. Yeah, because yeah. like it's the same thing. That pretty yeah, yeah. Um, but what have you learned over this month? Um, what have I learned? Oof. So we know that your nose needs realignment. Yeah, it may need realignment. I need to see so many doctors about this. Um, yeah, I've I've learned that um, I think like just to make this about dating again. Different subject. Um. I think I've learned that I don't think um, dating is really possible for me in Sydney. So. Not a Melbourne bitch. See, I'm, so many of my friends in Melbourne keep saying that to me. And if I don't get fucked the minute I land. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't live up. It's a no-go. It's just a waste of a trip. Then you're all dead to me. <laughs> nah. but like I learned that in terms of dating it's not going to happen in Sydney right so and you've just that's just because of you've exhausted every port and beach and you know app. no I've yeah like I I re-downloaded the apps again mm. just to see if it would be different this time and then it wasn't some guy tried fetishizing me for my height. It was weird as fuck. He was just like, oh, can you send me a photo of you standing in a door frame? Are you fucking kidding me? And then he was like, what size feet are you? Not the foot fetish. Ew! <laughs> no! Oh, man. That's too mecca. That's funny I, as... I will admit, it's not <laughs> as gross as being fetishized for my race or ethnicity, but mm. it's still gross as fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> that is what I've learned. What have you learned? Um, well, in terms of dating, right? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, in terms of dating... I'm ready. Oh, I don't know. I think I think having my son here um, has given me the comfort to be like, okay, like it's 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 him being is is sort of like said I can stop worrying about him anymore in terms of like. Because, like, that was one of the old... That was always one of the things that, like, held me back from actually dating properly and things like that. It's just because of my son. Like, yeah. he wasn't here. Um, I was having a relationship with him, with him like, through a phone. Um, 
and obviously, like, I'd, yeah, I'd, I think I think having him here sort of like was like, oh, like you've been wanting to do it for a while. You're keen. Now you can like, you know, not go like full steam ahead and just get into a relationship and all, but you know, you can at least explore. Mm. Rather than having to worry, you know, like rather than having two different relationships, at least I can still, I can focus on one whilst having the other one at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not saying like I'm going to like. Really, I'm I'm good to explore if if that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not trying to have any more babies anytime soon. So <laughs> my level of dating is like. A dinner, lunch, coffee, no sexting. Yeah. That's I'm, honestly me too. I'm absent. I'm abstaining from shit like, like, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm, yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm like, cool to hang out. I'll talk to you and shit, but no sexting. Um, which is really weird to say publicly. But it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of what I learned over the last month, so I did learn, um, I was part of, um, and I think we, we did cover off this, like a few, uh, maybe it was the first episode, the second episode, very briefly, but um, I was part of, so the, the West Papua office here in Melbourne had an open day a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and one of the, one of the participants is actually a student in New Zealand. And he was one of the students that um, recently had um, their course funding cut by Indonesia because they were sponsored by the Indonesian government. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So students from West Papua um, at the moment um, are facing a, a difficult time because since the beginning of the year, Indonesia said it would no longer fund their autonomous scholarships and they were to head home. What the fuck? Yeah. So, and some of these students, like um, Freddie that was on the call, is like a year off from finishing his his course. Jesus. You've got um, students, um, there's one or two that are, you know, only a semester or two away from finishing their PhDs and things like that. But Oh, like, my got, God. Yeah, they've lost all their course funding, um, which means... You know, some of them can't stay on campus anymore because they obviously can't afford the rent. Um, yeah, so they're looking for, they're just, they're asking for help, really. Um, so, yeah, all of the West Papua students um, were recipients of the Papua Provincial Foreign Scholarship in New Zealand. And because of their, um, because of the course, the, the funding to their course being cut, they haven't received their allowance and all living costs since January. January. Since, yeah, so since, since the start of the year, like the Indonesian government was like, no. Nah. So the last four months, yeah, they've just been getting by with the support of like allies and things like that and um, on the ground. So yeah, when he was, came to speak, he was just, it was like, it was just a plea for help. He was just like, hey, like we really need help over here. It's yeah. not, it's no longer like, um, sustainable to yeah they just they really need that help so um you know we're, we're trying to support them in but i didn't realize how i thought because I, I know we did 
I know, I know we did touch on this in, in one of our conversations, um, but I thought I thought it had all been sort of fixed um, back in January or, or late Feb. But uh, yeah, these West Pop, there's about 42 West Papua students. Yeah, he said 42 of the 42 students, 27 were on course to finish their studies. Um, and the reason given by Indonesia is that they were being recalled because they were or are failing in their studies. Oh, which, um, you know, according to these students, isn't just isn't true. And according to the universities as well, it's like, you know, the universities aren't saying that these guys are failing or what, but yet yeah, there's currently 42 students, 27 of which are due to finish their course this year. Uh, That's so fucked. Yeah. So the Greens Party MP, Ricardo Mendez, um, and a few others met with, his, with the West Papuan students a couple of weeks ago. And they've asked the New Zealand government for funds to support um, the West Papuans. Um, they're also seeking a residency uh, a residency pathway for the students. Um, but yeah, they, you know they're just at the moment looking for to get by every every day and every week. Yeah, and obviously you know these like you know you could speak in terms of like course funding. It's not cheap. Yeah, shit isn't fucking. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. It was unfortunate to, to be on that call and sort of just hear him, um, you know, just give us the update and then sort of just plead with with those who were on call about supporting them. It was just, yeah, it was really tough. So, um, yeah, some work, I know some work's being done in the background um, and hopefully in the next coming weeks I can give a further update on that. I know that the team here <clears throat> are trying to see if they can be... Um, um, if they can potentially move here and finish their studies here, and um, and some and some of the students will be funded by private donors and things like that, but uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot, there's there's some work going on in the background, but so yeah, hopefully in the coming weeks or months I can give give an update on about that. But um, yeah, I thought it was only one or two students or three perhaps um, when I first heard about it, but here all forty two of them. Um, yes, yeah, is really is really sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's. I mean, there's you know there's other things that have, you know, um, yeah, puts things in perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, as always, free West Papua. Yeah. And fuck the Indonesian government. God, that's so awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the most pressing. But so yeah, if you know, if um, if you're listening to this and you perhaps live in New Zealand and you want to show support, um, try to reach out to your local team and um, your local West Papuan team. I know there is the team in Auckland um, that does um, some work, um, and I know there is a movement there. So yeah, please reach out to them if you think you can help in any way, whether that's just food or um, a small donation of any kind just reach out to to that team or the New Zealand West Papua team and I'm sure they'll be able to put you in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. What else has been, what else have you learned besides like what you spoke on earlier? Anything else? Anything like that's not just out of the blue, you know, besides we've got an election coming up. 
Yeah, look, what I've learned is that we also have an election coming up in PNG. And we've got one in Fiji too coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um, it's election season. Yeah. Do you ever run for politics? Do you ever like run, like, back home? Like, would you ever? Uh, no, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. No? It's just not your thing? Or like, you wouldn't, you're not? I wouldn't wish. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that I've like I've like almost never won an election in my entire life is that because you're like so violent and no you're a radical um, I'm just not very popular you know that's a matter of that's a matter of perspective and like opinion it's a pretty popular perspective slash opinion like every time I've stood for elections for like something big, I've always lost. Your brain's just bigger than most, and your understanding of things is just bigger than most. Thank you. I... Yeah, like I can I can understand why. I know, like I say, fuck all those people because they just like, yeah, they don't have your brain, obviously. Um, but that's nothing to go by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that fuck with you. We'll vote for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If I one for the Lord. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd stand for election, but like, if there was a politician that I believed in, like, like maybe I would work with them. But kind of like politically on principle. Um, I don't know where I stand on electoral politics. Like, I don't know how effective it is. Um, dictators. No, we don't. Just joke. Yeah. So, yeah. As for what I've learned this month, I don't think there's much for me to say, honestly. Like, a lot of it's just been introspection. And, like, that thing about, like, dating is also, like, because I've recently turned 24. Um, oh, yes. So, yes that, so that's just given me an opportunity to kind of reflect a lot. Um, so, like, the stuff I've learned is really external, but it's about kind of things within myself and like a lot of self-work and self-assessment. So yes, like one of the things I've learned, probably not going to find any partners in Sydney and that's okay. Another thing I've learned, I'm always, like I'm always going to be smarter than I was before, you know? Yeah. Like... Like, I know that it's just like, oh, you learn as you keep growing older. But, like, I, like, something I've, like, truly taken to heart as a lesson is, like, oh, like, you are in a stage of your life where every year that passes, you're a radically different year from the person you were a year before, you know? And then, like, at 24, I'm so much more self-aware about stuff and I'm a lot more 
um, compassionate as well as understanding about who I am. I think at 23, I was really compassionate and really understanding, but I was a little bit naive, you know. I feel like now I'm a bit less naive, um, but by virtue of that, I'm a bit less compassionate, whereas being a bit more understanding. So, yeah, yeah, all my lessons have just been internal and introspective. Love it. Progress. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. I don't know, like, so much has happened in this month. One thing, like, I think I have learned is that I just don't give a fuck mm. about a lot of the shit I think I would normally like give a fuck about yeah but I've also learned that there is so many actually yeah actually I can say it um I'm learning a lot of things at work in terms of you know the last couple like it's an ongoing conversation but this whole thing around the Pacifica brand and like using the word Pacifica yeah. Um, when really all it is is just like a very, it's it's just a word used by polys to make yeah. sure that they're not, yeah. Um, and I've learned some of that at work. It's, you know, um, a lot of it is very moldy, polycentric stuff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's, you know, there's battles of like, not trying to, um, yeah, I, I guess trying to learn how to navigate that space in terms of having those conversations and just trying to get some of that, um, uh, I don't know, not education, but like message across that like if we are going to be a Pacifica space, we need to make sure that we are a Pacifica space. Yeah. Which means, like, we need to include and engage all people of the Pacific and not just focus on, like, this, this specific group. Uh, I'm being very diplomatic now because, like, I don't want to get fired from a job because it's, <laughs> like, a really good work, um, what this team does anyway. But, um, yeah, sometimes I can be a little offended by what I say, but that's just part of the thing that I'm trying to, like, I don't give a fuck, like, you should know this stuff. It's not, it shouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. But yeah, learn, like, learning how to know, especially with, like, elders who are very, who have been in the space for a long time and perhaps just need that on the head yeah uh, yeah um that's going to be an ongoing thing of learning for this like the next couple months anyway but that's been yeah it's been yeah i've just got this one problem with this one guy but that's all right but yeah I, I just yeah it's um that whole pacific thing i don't know how to feel about it just yet but I can understand why a lot of people are put off by it, 
or a lot of the like, you know, a lot of the, like some specific groups within that space don't engage with many groups that use that as a umbrella. Yeah. Because I wanted to be like you and just be like, well, you're fucking wrong. You need to do this. This needs to change. And just like on the first day, be like, boom. Like, these are all the changes I'm making. We need to make sure we do this, this, and this. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like having to fucking, um, what's the word? I suppress myself and make sure that I just like do it in a more, what's the word? What, 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 like, a more palatable approach. Yeah. Yeah. And not just be too direct and put people off. Yeah. Um, other than that, life's a fucking blast. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we need to cover what's off, what's new in Melanesia for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Before we close up today. Um, okay. Are we going to do what pissed us off? Did you want to finish off with your... We'll do that first. Um, and then we'll finish off with um, your hot take on Melanesia. Okay. So it's kind of, I, I'm just... I'm only asking because what pissed me off is, like, related to, like, Melanesia and stuff. Um, okay. But um, I'll start... We can end on what pissed us off. Okay. Um before going into Cloud of the Week. But for me, what's new in Melanesia is mental health starting to become more important in PNG. So something really um, exciting happened where, um, let me actually get this right. So the Directorate of Social Change and Mental Health Services has been declared a statutory body of the government. So mental health will um, now have its own sort of um, governing body to oversee how mental health care is like administered throughout the country. So instead of being a subsidiary of the Department of um health it's now its own thing where they're able to like access resources as something specifically for mental health and you know this is really really important because as someone that has had a really like intense psychological like incident happen in png there's like zero support available, you know? So like, I'm not going into the details, but in like, I've had an experience where something really bad happened and there was nowhere we could go to for help. Like even the main hospitals, they just didn't have like a mental health award, you know? Like just nothing was happening. And also tying into this story is the only psychiatric hospital in the entire country. There's only one psychiatric hospital for almost 8 million people. 
It's in the entire country. In the entire country. One hospital. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Uh, like anyone can be free to fa- uh, fact check me. Um, but China. Like it, like it, it's really bad. And then, so it's called Laloki. That's the name of the facility, and it's not very big at all. And it's located um, in Moresby or no? Uh, not really in Moresby. It's um, it's like quite a ways out. Um, but yeah, so like after striking a couple of years ago in 2019 for guess what access to clean water, the psychiatric hospital didn't have access to clean water. They also had vehicles that were just incredibly old and unable to support the patients or the staff there. Um, it is just really fucked. So shout out to the workers that actually striked and you know brought about change. Yes, this is three years later, which is a bit ridiculous, but just in the theme of mental health, there's such a long way to go left in PNG. I didn't even realize what mental health care looked like until I moved here and like to me I'm like holy shit this is everything like I like I'm living in luxury and then I meet like some of like my friends that grew up here and they were just like oh yeah it fucking sucks it's terrible and I was like what do you mean <laughs> it exists what more can you want <laughs> yeah and yeah. they're like, actually, the quality of care is subpar, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Now I actually have a conception of what um, good mental health care is. Mm. And as advanced as it is, like, here in Sydney compared to back home, it still has a lot of room for improvement. So because I know that back home, like, there's honestly only up from here because of how dire the situation is so yes for me what's new in melanesia finally mental health is starting to begin to matter oh well that's damn one hospital yeah like i'm googling it now and Maybe there's another one, but no. We'll we love to hear that. I'm glad that like I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I'm I'm glad for that. I'm I'm happy that um there is a starting point. Obviously, it would be good if more hospitals could um could get to you know without one hospital is, but obviously there's a, like resourcing and funding and shit like that. And obviously education around mental health and what exactly needs to be done in order to, in order to um, facilitate stuff like that. So, yeah. And you said it was tied into what pissed you off. Well, what pissed me off had something to do with Melanesia as well. Um, and I've oh, this- hot takes today. 
Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hot oh, takes. A lot of hot takes. Um, you know, have them all saved up for a month, baby. <laughs> um, but oh my god, I, I've like I've talked about this on my stories a bit, but I wanna go into a bit of a discussion here because now we've got a bit of a platform to be more long form about it. I'm but, sorry, you can't have me, you know. Look for the talk about it before. I'm just, I'm not available. We are literally married, but okay. <laughs> no, but um, like I wanted to talk about um, the just dissemination of like intimate media. So like nudes um, non-consensually. Ah, uh, I know where you're going. So what, what pissed me off is that there have been entire fucking subreddits and Discord servers dedicated to posting and spreading women's nudes without their consent. Like, it's a huge fucking problem. Mm -hmm. So, like, one of my friends, Yana, God bless, she's doing really good work. Um, if she's got anything to link, I'll put it in the description. But, you know, she, um, she publicly was like, hey, this is happening. Make sure you're aware of it. If you're impacted by it, you know, let me know, stuff like that. And it's just so infuriating. It's it's so disgusting. And like, oh, uh, and this is like, this particular instance happened in Fiji, for example, but it's such a huge problem in PNG as well. Like their entire like, channels on porn sharing websites that are just reposting stuff that was meant to be private and that was can i ask how they privacy. get this stuff oh like obviously, like obviously yeah like obviously you know i could send someone could send me a nude and someone has access to my phone they copy it and then they like but this if if there's discord services and like subreddits being made surely like it's there's a dedicated team or person that are literally like obtaining all this stuff and just uploading that shit, right? Oh, um, maybe that works? I, don't, I don't know how it works. I, I'm, I'm yeah, sort of... I mean, like, I'm not on these servers, so I wouldn't <laughs> fucking know. Yeah, no. But, like, um, is, that, uh, is that the like that's the idea, right? Like, someone yeah, makes I, a collection I, of all this shit and just like puts it in the um in the cloud, yeah. I mean, like. I like I've known of so many situations where just like women have had their nudes leaked and it's just immediately out of control yeah. you know like they're like it's not like it's a community thing like the onus mm -hmm. is on the community to make sure that and let let me be clear there is nothing wrong with sending nudes you know, oh, yeah, no. Um, unless yeah. you are under 18, which you should never do, as an adult, consensually sharing intimate media with someone you trust, 
like fucking go for it, you know? Live your best life. However, if you are on the receiving end of gifts such as these, you better be fucking respectful about it, you know? First of all, delete them if you don't talk to this person anymore. Stop whacking it to your ex, my guy. Delete her nudes, you know? Things and what did back. you say? Stop whacking it to your ex. Delete her oh. nudes. Secondly, if someone trusts you and sends you nudes, it's your responsibility to make sure that you're the only person that sees them. Yeah, don't send it to your boys, you fucking literal. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. You know, nudes are shared between one person and the intended recipient. You do not then go and send that to your group chat. Because that's how this shit ends up on Reddit and on Discord. It might not be all of these women, their shitty boyfriends uploading it onto a Discord server, but it's all their boyfriends, like, sending it to group chats with their shitty friends. Yeah, or sending a screenshot. It can even be simply as a screenshot. Don't do that shit. Disgusting. Stop it. And if, oh my God... If I no, catch if, like, if, if yeah. I catch you, if I catch you doing this, pass away. You will immediately pass away. <laughs> I like I'm so frustrated by this. It's just like there's so much misogyny and like especially in like Melanesia in the Pacific, there's so much social stigma around it. And women are just so severely punished. Mm-hmm over something that they have no control over. And then because we live in such conservative communities, the takeaway is almost always, well, you shouldn't have sent that in the first place. And it's never, well, why did you violate her trust? Which should have been the takeaway the entire time. So what pissed me off is people just violating consent. It's literally a form of sexual assault by doing this. This is just unacceptable. You need to stop doing this. Anyway, that's what's pissed me off this week. Oh, shoot. No, hey. Um, yeah, I did, I did see that. So if I read correctly, some of them have been taken down in terms of the service. Yeah, so the Discord, I think, I'm not sure how many Discord servers there were, but I know one was taken down. Okay. Um, I know efforts are being made to currently take down the subreddit. Um, if I have any, see, this is the thing that sucks. Like a lot of this is just people taking initiative and doing stuff themselves and like asking their like networks on social media to help to out. Help out yeah. Like there's no like actual like, Law no. enforcement body. And they're not even that. equipped. You know, yeah. they're not even equipped though to be able to deal with stuff like this. Yeah, not that I'm pro law enforcement, but like, no, <laughs> like it's nobody's job to go do this. It just shouldn't be done in the first place. Yeah, it's because dirty little fuckers want to think they're slick and share shit that shouldn't be shared. And it's, and like, one thing I want to stress is this isn't something of like, oh, these greasy, disgusting little men are doing this like really 
disgusting thing. Like, yes, but it's not men that are like losers that like live in their mom's basements playing video games and don't talk to women. That's just like a made up stereotype that has no bearing on the situation. What the reality is, is these are men that don't have like the internal red flags that go off when they're about to share their partner's news with their friends. Oh, it is. Or they, they do get into stinking fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, those people are like not the target of what I'm saying. What they, they do deserve to be punched in the throat, though. Like, what I'm saying is, like, you need to talk to your boys about this. You need to talk to your brothers and just, like, people around you and just be like, yeah, you know? Like, it's not cool. And it's like, sure, you'd never send screenshots of your partner's nudes to the group chat, but maybe someone else in the group chat does that, you know? And it's your, like... It's your job to be like, did she give you permission to do that? Because if not, delete that immediately. But it's also it's it's also one of the things that is very hard to talk about, right? Yeah. Given the history of this topic of sex within community. Yeah. Like our individual families and like it's not something that's you know, you're not well not that like it's not every day or every other day that your parents sit you down for the sex talk and sort of like yeah, totally the do's and don'ts around that. Um, but fuck yeah, and it's just it like the police force or you know um, law enforcement is just aren't equipped yeah to be able to deal with this stuff at a uh, IT or like systematic level yeah so. No, thanks for sharing that. But yeah, hopefully that shit gets taken down ASAP. Is there a way like people can just like click on a link and like report for spam or something of like no. I'm sure there are report functions everywhere. Yeah. But like I said, there's no central hub where we can go for like this information or we can report mm-hmm. stuff to. So like So it's I just a know. link being circulated through like how are people accessing it then i have no idea apparently there's a google drive maybe oh no so it's yeah it's really important that like as a community we address this Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. like all these people doing amazing work on their own like that's unsustainable and that can't do anything at a systemic level you know, like we need to be supporting them and the work they're doing and the initiatives they're taking. Can you send me some of this stuff? I want to start like. Yeah. Can you just, yeah, so I can um, help out. But fuck. Yeah. Well, shout out to it's Yana, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, she does a lot of good work. I know some of the stuff she does. Yeah. Um, I can't. Thanks, thanks for sharing. Yeah. What's pissed you off? What's pissed me off? Um, well, it's it's. Oh, I mean, at the time I wrote I, I wrote this, it's to do with the Solomon Islands and China security deal. Mm. 
Um, but a man by the name of David Llewellyn Smith, who is the founding publisher of Macro Business um, and a former owner of um, a leading Asia-Pacific foreign affairs journal called The Diplomat, um, says that the Solomon Islands deal with China is Australia's Cuban missile crisis. Oh, and, and chillingly warns a Chinese naval base in the Solomon Islands would be the effective end of our sovereignty and democracy. And I quote, there is no way that Australia can allow this deal to proceed. If it must, the nation should invade and capture Guandal Canal such that we engineer regime change in Honiara. There are other soft power levers, levers to pull first, and we should pull them forcefully. But we should also immediately begin amassing an amphibious invasion force to add pressure. This motherfucker thinks we should invade the Solomon Islands and do what Russia is doing to fucking Ukraine and what America tried to do with Cuba, or did with Cuba. And, yeah, um... So my clan of the week goes to David Llewellyn Smith, um, who said Australia must be willing to invade the Solomon Islands and topple its government if, it's, uh, if that's what is necessary to stop a proposed security pact between China and the Pacific nation. Um, so, yeah, that's my clan of the week. David, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just too <laughs> shocked to actually respond. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my brain is genuinely short-circuiting. <laughs> yeah. So he says, just invade. It's, it, Australia needs to invade. That's the only option it can take. Wow. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. I have zero words. I, <laughs> I don't even know. What? what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, oh my god! All right. And I've <sighs> just sent. I've just sent you. If you do want to read the article, I've just sent it to Long Old just now. Um, and it will be in the notes. But uh, that's the article. And the only reason I picked this up is because every mainstream media outlet picked it up. BBC, CNN, off, did the Age, they? yeah, the Age, the Herald, the Australian, all of the Australian um, media outlets picked it up because they referenced it. So yeah, oh my God. So it will be in the notes if you do want to go read it. But yes, Australia must be ready to invade the Solomon Islands. It is our red line that China and the Pacific Islands must never, in caps, <laughs> be allowed to cross. Like. Hilariously, in the usual dark way, we are suddenly in the same position as Russia. Girl. Yeah, so, um, and he says, this is the 14 conditions to end Australian democracy weaponized. Oh, so, my God. So, yeah, have a read of it long when you get a chance, but everyone uh, else will he, be in the show. He, he looks like a fucking loser. Have you seen this man's face? <laughs> yes. 
He's all chin. Uh, A chief strategy. Eh, never mind. Moving on. What? Okay. I'm sorry. I have nothing to add. I'm still reeling. Yeah. I know, right? So, yeah, my clown of the week is David Llewellyn Smith. Who is, um, according to his bio, Chief Strategist at MB Fund and MB Super. He's also the founding publisher and editor of Macro Business and uh, was the founding publisher and global economy editor of The Diplomat, the Asia-Pacific's leading geopolitics and economics portal. He is also a former gold trader and economic commentator at the Sydney Morning Herald, the AG, ABC, and Business Spectator. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my reaction was the same thing when I started. So I was like, no way. So, and then I read, I was like, wow. Okay. How the so fuck? be like Putin, dickhead. But yeah. So that's my clown of the week. <laughs> my God. Two powerful clown of the weeks this week. Yeah. Oh, well, that was what pissed me off. I have a different oh, sorry. Of the yes, week. Actually, yes. What pissed me off is that. So he's my plan of the week as well. Yeah. What pissed me off, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it's fucking Elon Musk. Oh, what happened now? <laughs> like, that's he not... buying Twitter. Yeah. That, he's my clown of the week for that. <laughs> like, he didn't piss me off enough to be what pissed me off. But he did still piss me off. So basically... He did such a gangster move, though. But I'll let you continue first. Excuse me? He did such a gangster move. Like, he's like, I don't want to be on your board. I'm just buying the whole company. Yeah. By gangster, you mean absolute fuck... Never mind. I won't. Anyways, go on. <sighs> Listeners, I have read a total of three articles <laughs> trying to understand the situation. And do I still understand it? Absolutely not. It's very confusing to me. It has something to do with shares. Apparently, Elon Musk is buying all of them. And he's, like, apparently paying, what, $43 million, a billion dollars? Yeah, 40, I don't know. Yeah, 40, yeah it, was, it was, no, I think it was $14 billion, $14 point something billion. Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, no, he's asking, his, his price was $43 billion. Oh, my God. By Twitter. After, like, he declined being on their board. That's why I was just like, it was such a gangster move. You guys, no, I don't want to be on your stinking board. I'll just buy the whole company and make my own board myself. Oh, my God. Okay, but you realize how this is a bad thing, right? Oh, I, look, I, that's all I know. So you tell I don't know what the situation is. It's why not, is it okay. Thing? Why is the, it a bad thing, Lamar? The fact that one man has the power to exert so much influence over one of the biggest social media platforms in the planet is terrifying. Like... There is one called Zuckerberg, so he's not the only one. I didn't say it would be a good fucking thing. (laughs) Facebook is already a disaster. Facebook, like... Owns everything we use. 
bitch, I made a joke about my eating disorder on my Instagram story last night. Do you know what Facebook did? Flagged it as sensitive content. Oh, wow. It was a joke about myself. And then you had to click on reveal post because it had sensitive material. Oh, yes. Material. Yeah, I, yes, actually, I was going to ask about that because I, I went to your story and yeah. it said, yeah, and I clicked on it and it was just like, Right, like a caption on your thing. It wasn't even. I, I was, didn't even know it was there until my friend, uh, another friend, Instagram and was like, and was like, "Oh, why is your story hidden?" Yeah, and Instagram, it is literally Instagram just. You. They didn't yeah, you. so like it's already super fucked up. Mm-hmm. We don't need Zuckerberg is already arguably an alien, just a weird, weird man. Elon Musk is so fucking deranged as is. By giving a tiny stock of absolutely not. Absolutely I refuse. Absolutely. They call him Tony. Who the fuck said that? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Mac is part of They think he's the Tony Stark of like modern of of actual reality. Like what the fuck did he invent? Exactly. He just perfected what is it? Is it um, um, electrical cars? He didn't even do that himself. And he it just space. I'm. By the way, I'm not defending. I'm just like. Good. No, if yeah. you were defending Elon Musk, this podcast would end would here end. and now. <laughs> no, I'm not. But yeah. like, like I, like I knew a guy whose personal hero was Elon Musk. Are you kidding? Do you know how this guy got rich? Apartheid Emerald Farms farms mines mining emeralds in apartheid south africa that's how this bitch got money in congo and in zimbabwe uh yeah and then he goes and like invests in paypal or some shit and then it makes a fuck ton of money yeah this he's an absolute fucking clown and then his tesla shares went up I truly, and then this bitch had the audacity to be like, I'm going to pull millions of dollars into figuring out what would solve poverty. Bitch, you could have ended houselessness with the money you spent buying Twitter. Or by building your fucking spaceship. Oh my God. Anyway, this is my clown of the week. I've already gotten angry. Um, I did, because I, I read it yesterday. Or the day before, and I was like, "Gangster move! You declined the board invite." Like, the whole fucking thing. So, is Twitter selling? Like, what's is that? Or has he just made an offer? Is he just he he's, puts that shit out there? Like he's, he's, like, he's publicly made an offer. Yeah, and then the board has publicly said, "We will not." Yeah, and now um, they're like they're taking measures to ensure that no single person can have more than x amount of x percent of shares in the company because i heard his team's in fiji at the moment girl no like i yeah firsthand from like a source i trust i heard his team land like landed in fiji at the same time i did to help fix the communication problem in tonga because they can get internet within the or something yeah they were fixing the internet. Um, oh but yeah, apparently this guy, yeah, according to many, you call, they, they call him Tony Stark. He's just a rich man. 
He's just a rich man. He's not particularly brilliant. He's not particularly innovative. He's just a rich man that has mm-hmm. been doing impressive things because guess what? Money gets you impressive things. Anyway, um, those are Capitalism our thoughts of the you. week. Yeah. Let's end out with our music picks. <laughs> I need something to bring me joy. I'm so heated. Mm, fuck. Well, my music, to be honest, my music picks have been. I won't put up that music pick because I'll get so much heat from it. And nah, now nah, you I have can't, to. I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, is it because it's Chris Brown? No, it's not. It's just. Um, no, it's not Chris Brown. I just say like, it's too. Uh, subliminal. Wow. Okay. Big words. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my well, my two songs that I've been on, like it's been a vibe, um, is well, I'm I'm sure everyone's. It's it's called High. So there's the song's called High. Um, Adele Connell Gold and Devito. So it's an Africa. It's Afrobeat song. It's absolute fire. Like, I love it. Um, and I'm sending these to you so you don't, like, get mad Thank at me. You. So, like, I'm doing it right now. So there's one. Um, but I don't actually have a Malaysian pick today because, like, literally, like, the last couple of weeks, my, my vibe's just, I, yeah, I've been listening to Africa, African music and Afrobeat, but, you know, we're all, we're all black people, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very controversial statement some people made. Girl, if people try to debate our blackness, don't even. Yeah. Um, and the other one is Giddy by Diamond Platinums. Um, G-I-D-I. It's going to be on the page and you'll get it, but it's very like, it's my two vibe songs at the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like legit, like the last couple months has just been Afrobeats. Um, also, the other plan, actually, can I add a, a, a plan of the week or what pissed me off? Yeah. The artist formerly known as Fiji, George Vekoso. Um, If you're going to come to Melbourne to do a concert, <clears throat> And people pay, you know, hard-earned money to come see you. Don't just sing five songs out of your whole catalogue and don't play the rest of your music through fucking YouTube. No, he didn't. And that's my clown of the week, yeah. Well, actually, that's just what pisses me off. But yes. Oh, my On the God. Music, sang five songs. He literally sang five songs. Like, legit, it was only five songs, and then the rest of it was just, like, all, like, the DJ was just playing the music through YouTube, and, like, he was just sort of, like, in and out of the, like, yeah. Wow. And, like, a hundred bucks at the door to get in. A hundred? Yeah, a hundred dollars to get in. Bitch. I've seen global superstars for less. 
Yeah, I've touched Rihanna for less. Uh, okay. No, I'm sorry, and I'm not meaning that way. Like I've actually I, met, I know. I've met her, and my hand has touched her in a consensual way. Okay, it was a handshake, so don't fucking think I'm like out here just I, okay. celebrities. No. I, my reaction was her. more so out of jealousy than anything, but yes, thank no, but, you, you know, for clearing it up. People will listen to this and they'll be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. Yes, bitch, calm down. Um, but yeah, what are your two songs for um, um, okay. for playlist? So, um, uh, I have two songs. They're both by Spanish-speaking artists because I've been listening to a lot of Spanish music. Um, the first one is called Boys Don't Cry um, by Anita. And it, honestly, I'm in a man-hating phase right now. So, like, this song is just, like, it just so gets like, me there. There's shots in there, like, I don't know what subliminal means. I'm too stupid. But, like, it's it's just so good. It's just about, like, making boys cry because you want to live your life, then they want you, but you don't want them back. It's everything. By Anita, right? Yeah, with two T's. She's sexy, too. Okay, Dylan, I'm in the middle of something. Thank oh, you. I'm sorry. Sorry. And then next is called um, Idiota by How, I think. Is Idiota. Um, it's, I listen to it to give me main character vibes. Like, oh, like this is a movie about my life and this is the soundtrack. Um, Can I play a few seconds of it? No. Oh, my God. We're allowed to if it's under, if it's under 10 seconds. Okay, okay, fine. I just want to hear Idiota. Sell products on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, that's an ad. <laughs> Let me turn this down. <laughs> wow, you don't have premium? Tragic. And that's nine seconds. Sorry. Could only play the first. Let me let me skip until a song so I can actually hear it. Okay. I'll play Anita, yeah? Oh my god. Okay, sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so the podcast playlist, as always, is linked in the show notes. But yeah, those are my two songs of the week. Um, You're actually four for four at the moment with your music choice. Right? Yeah, you're on a roll. You're on a but roll. It's almost like I have impeccable taste. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Shut almost. up. Almost. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening so far. 
Um, this episode is on the long side, but we have gone a month without. And if you're listening to this when it comes out, congratulations. We're getting two episodes this week. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for listening. Please, dear God, I keep forgetting to bring this up at the top of every episode, but please give us a five-star rating and review. Like, like, share, comment, send a bitch. Just fucking do it. You're already listening. Don't be lazy. Yeah, like so many, so many of you tune in. And how many of you have given us ratings? You need to send me screenshots of the five star ratings. Just do it. Please. Oh so before I'm, we do close up. Yeah. Give us give us your give us your takeaway for the next week. My takeaway? Or an action item. Not the action item. Yes, the okay, action item. <laughs> um, my action item is to get a speech ready for my brother. He is turning 21. So, um, yes, very proud of him. Very excited. They're having a big party. And because I can't be there, my parents were like, oh, send in, send in a speech, and then we'll play it at the party. So when's, it, when's the party? Um, it'll be tomorrow, if you oh, listen shit. to this when we yeah. drop it. Okay. Well, looking forward to it. Hopefully you put it up on your socials. No. <laughs> put it up on your socials as a dedication. Yeah, um, my takeaway for today, well, my action item is simple. Yeah, don't take anything for granted. Yes. Take nothing for granted. Um, but with that being said, we're for tuning in. If you're tuning in this one, like I said, go, don't be lazy. Like, share, like, share the shit out this thing. Yeah. Share the, story, share the post, check out the music playlist because literally it is. A banger like you will not regret listening to that playlist because it's being brought to you and curated by two fucking people with taste period okay. good taste you know we're giving you a cabaret of music <laughs> <laughs> neither of us know what that word means not yeah I have no clue what it is but it sounds like a good word to use yes I agree okay. um, uh, and with that being said just with myself, Free West Papua, yeah. as always, and um, we are a guest on this land. We're on stolen exactly. land, and it was never seen. Yes, so, um, always was, always will be. Always was, always land. will be. D-Man is out, Lungo. I appreciate you as always. Yes. And, uh, do you want to say a prayer before we end? <laughs> Oh my god, do it. Please. <laughs> Just close up today. <laughs> Bye, okay. people. Bye. Look at me, Plop. Love it.